every single one of them, no matter what it was, whether it was a few minutes or a few hours, did something every single day to happen to life. They didn't just go, let me see what life is going to bring and what kind of mood I'm in. They did something to get in this positive, powerful mindset. Now, they may not have called it that, but you could see there was nothing more important than how they showed up for the day. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lassa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world. And the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity. And it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hey, babe, babe, how are you today? Um, I I really loved this conversation you're about to hear. <laughs> Just going to say it. I will be honest, like I started uh, this morning with a lot happening. Like I try not to wear too many hats in one day just because it does help me show up in a better place. And and we're supposed to have a meeting at eight o'clock, which is going to be a different hat. And then I was going to be podcasting, which is what I love to do. Uh, I love everything I get to do actually. But I normally just, if I'm going to podcast in a day, I just podcast in a day. I don't do anything else, but already that's two hats. And then um, later in the day, I'm actually leading my mentorship and it's weekend th- uh, three for my round two of my Elevate mentorship. And it's a big weekend. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of preparation. So I started this morning like a little stressed out, like, oh my gosh, I have so many things I have to do. I have to like show up at this way for this meeting. And like, oh, this is the goal of that. And then I have these podcast interviews to do. I want to make sure I show up for them. And then I have these Elevate members and it's like a big weekend. How am I getting all this done? <laughs> With a one hour break in there. And so I showed up to this interview and I was, you know, reminding myself of like who the guest was, why I have her on. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, this is going to be lovely. Like I, this, this is going to be a joyful interview. And guess what it is. And I am sitting here talking to you just after hanging up with her. And I'm just going to have to, I have to tell you, like, thank goodness she was on today (laughs) because she truly helped me be so present and remind me like, why the hell do we do what we do here? And, you know, I just want to share that with you because like you're going to have days where you forget why you are doing what you do or that you get to do these things that you wanted to do, like, and not in a negative way, just in like, it's life, it's busy, we're human fucking beings, right? Like it just takes time. And so um, it's important that you have people in your life, whether you know them already or that you meet them on the streets, being present enough to let people pour their energy into you so that you can pour into others is always really, really an amazing thing. And so I say this because I know that right now you're listening to this and you're probably trying to race through traffic and try to get to a coffee shop or get back in time to do something else. And don't be afraid to say hi to the person who's making the coffee and just, you know, hearing what they have to say or reading the motivational sign on a wall somewhere or just reminding yourself of something, a word. You'll hear that come up a few times in this podcast that it helps you remember like, why the heck you do what you do? And we do get to do this. And now you get to listen to Stanley Joy Weston, who I think is going to just enlighten you, inspire you, make you laugh. She is a lovely person. Um, she has she has done so much um, in her lifetime. And I and I I love that because um, I think it can be really easy for us to to get stuck and like feel like we haven't grown somewhere or we like are trying to make something happen. And I hope that she shows you that like, 
a door can close and other doors can open. And then also you could think that you're opening a door for someone else and they actually open a door for you. So without further ado, well, you know, there's that little ado. And then Sandy Joy Weston. All right, Bia Babe, I'm super excited to have our guest on today, mostly because I just love when I find somebody that I'm like, oh my God, I really want to talk to this person. And that's kind of what happened. I came across Sandy Weston's um, information, what she's up to. And I was like, yeah, you need to talk to our people. So Sandy Weston, will you tell everyone who you are and what you're up to these days? Ooh, well, thanks for having me. And I love that intro. What am, here, here I am thinking, what am I up to these days? <laughs> well, Leslie, you never know. But I've been an entrepreneur my entire life in the health and wellness business. I did not have a magic crystal ball, but I sold them in 2019. Yay. You did? I did. <laughs> Kicking and screaming, let me add, I did not want to go. My one lease was in downtown Philly, and it had three and a half years left on it. I wanted to stay. The landlord came in and said, I'll make you a great offer. I'm like, and then he kept making it more and more difficult. And finally, with two and a half years left on my 20-year lease, it was a decent offer. And what I did is I thought, okay, well, I still have my wellness company. But then I sold that and my business partner, I thought, hmm, how would I feel if I had been running really the wellness gig forever and now Sandy's going to come in and get her fingers into it? That wouldn't be good. So I sold that to him. Oh, my goodness. And so you just sold, I sold it off. Everything. <laughs> and also, it sounds like right before the pandemic. <laughs> yes, it was. So people thought Somebody you had a crystal ball. <laughs> what was going on, yeah. And, you know, after 30 some years, it was huge, a big difference. The good news, it was at the beginning of 2019, so I took time to travel and all that when we could still travel. But I always had a side hustle or a side gig with my health clubs because I had built them up enough that I had a great team so mm -hmm. I could do a lot of other stuff. So my side hustle was I was doing radio shows and podcasts way back years ago so I could meet awesome people around the world, you know, who were making a big difference. I was an author of different books and journals and traveling around speaking. I was able to do that still virtually. Yeah. And I did a lot of teaching gigs and workshops all with Train Your Head and Body Will Follow. So I just took that side gig and pushed it up. Yeah. So this is so interesting. First of all, like, wow. I mean, like, way to just go, you know, way to also just think about the other people involved. Like, oh, this person, all of a sudden, she's going to have full time in this. And like, just to go, you know, why don't you just enjoy it? Because you've been enjoying it this whole time. But to have the, have the have your hands in like another little project, a little side gig where you're speaking and doing things like that. That took a lot of trust and building up of a team. Um, did that, was that easy for you to do? Were, were you like so excited to have people take over things at the, at the wellness club so you could do this? Like how was that process so you could actually go into speaking? So one of my strengths, which could be my weakness too at times, is I can let go of the reins. I love building a team. I mm -hmm. love supporting people. I love mentoring people. And in the health club business, I, I started back in 1985. So I was young at the time, but as I kept going, a lot of the people that were my employees were way younger, 
which was exciting because they would always come to me for advice and business and personally, and I love it. And I loved seeing them grow. And then I'd go, okay, fly off butterfly and you're on your own. And that was amazing to see how much they grow. But even more importantly, not that we didn't have turnover, but we didn't have a lot of turnover because people like that. Like I would yeah. move them up, they'd go into sales, go marketing. And I had a bunch of health clubs so I could put them at different locations. It was incredible. And I have to tell you, Les, that's the thing I, I miss. I'm sure I'm going to do something else because as much as I'm busy, I don't have a, I don't need a big crew right now. Mm-hmm. And I really miss that. Yeah. Yeah. I understand Having that. Having team and managing people. And, and other people are like, no, that's the thing they hate the most is the managing of others. And I, I liked it. Yeah. They didn't do things exactly like me, but. I hired people that were like-minded and had the same value systems. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. We'll definitely have to dive into that. But I want to go back to, you said it, you said um, you're working on things where you train the body and train the mind and the body will follow. Mm-hmm. That is so interesting for me because I mean, I'm in the health and wellness. I teach people fitness and like, it's so true. Like, it's so true. People come to the fit, to the gym for the body. And when you're a trainer, sometimes you're like, oh my God, if we just could get you to commit with your mind, we could just get this head right. You wouldn't even need me. Um, how did that come about? How did you f- like figure that out in your own life? And like how, like what's your, what's your method around training the, the mind so the body follows? For me, my mission has always been to spread pure joy. I didn't care how. I was a dance major. Didn't have any idea I'd end up being an entrepreneur. I'd be happy dance and entertain you, kumbaya. But I was always fascinated at how quickly, if you were in the right mindset, you could shift other people's energy. Mm-hmm. And I was also fascinated by the others that I felt exuded pure joy. So I had an advantage, I was going to call them getting things, but I had members of my gym, you know, thousands of people coming in and out, and I decided I was going to study and interview those who would let me, the ones that I felt exuded pure joy. You know, mm-hmm. people you want to be around. Yeah. And was there a secret sauce? Was there something about them that could be taught? And for the longest time, Leslie, I didn't see anything. I mean, they all had so many different things going on. And I have everything from moms, dads, CEOs, chefs, entrepreneurs, police officers, all different people, but all you're like, oh, there's something about them. And then maybe after a year or so, one of my colleagues said, there it is, there it is, there it is. Every single one of them, no matter what it was, whether it was a few minutes or a few hours, did something every single day to happen to life. They didn't just go, let me see what life is going to bring and what kind of mood I'm in. They did something to get in this positive, powerful mindset. Now they may not have called it that, but you could see there was nothing more important than how they showed up for the day. Whether it was baking muffins, Mm -hmm. you know, petting their dog, jazz music, working out, meditating journal, it didn't matter. So I was like, whoa, that's what I'm doing. Because when I would train people back then, I always got results and I couldn't figure it out. Like I really wasn't putting it together, but really 
I was resetting their brain and their mindset and then their body was coming along. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. So now after realizing, okay, there is something that could be taught, I then spent the next few years, what, what I call highly intellectual people, <laughs> the powers that be, exercise physiologists, neuroscientists, positive psychologists, sports psychologists, spiritualist gurus. And I had room in my downtown office uh, in Philly. And we'd get together. They would argue, they would fight, they wouldn't agree. But I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, there's something in there. And what happened is we ended up, after a lot of trial and error, a lot of fails, creating a guide that would only take one to three minutes a day to get your head in that positive, powerful headset for those people that already didn't have a routine. Like if you yeah. had a routine, great. But this was for people that just woke yeah, up. I mean, Something, some people have such a hard yeah. time creating yeah. a routine. I've got kids. I've got dogs. It's chaos. Yeah. No day is the same. And you're yeah. like, we actually figured out a way to do that for you in one to three minutes. It, I tried five and it failed miserably. People didn't do it. Because if you didn't already have a belief system, you weren't going to waste five minutes of your day to do something that may or may not work. Mm -hmm. But they were willing to risk, all right, Weston, I'll do it for a minute to three minutes a day. And they had to pick one area of their life that they wanted to up level. So, and these were highly motivated people that weren't going to take five minutes. They had, but I'm like, okay, let's work on the one area that is what I used to call your sticky wicket or you want to up level. And I said, let's break it down to three areas. One is money career. The other one is body health or love relationship. Pick one and just for 30 days. And we got it down that if they did that and focused in it, it only took a minute, three minutes, they were willing to do it. Now they might've done other things after that, yeah. but it started to create the habit. Yeah. I think like it's, um, you know, when I studied with BJ Fogg on his tiny habits, it's like, you have to look at things and just because somebody wants to do it, if they don't have the ability to do it, it doesn't really matter. And if they don't believe that they have five minutes, it doesn't matter right. how easy the thing is. It could just be like sitting still. It could require nothing but just to sit in the bed for five minutes. If they don't think that they have five minutes, they're not going to do it. In Correct. fact, it's going to stress them out even more. They're just going to avoid it. So by making something so small, it's kind of silly. Like if I don't have a minute to just like, you know, make the bed. Then yeah. like do yeah. like what am I doing? So I think that's really really cool. Yeah. So you know obviously you saw them even though they're already highly motivated people you saw that change in them. Um, is this something that like you incorporated with every client who came through your gym or is this something you ended up like just teaching people outside of it or both? You know, <laughs> so funny. I could just hear my members yelling at me. I got things in through the back door with my members. So the people I took my classes, I taught everything, you know, from kettlebells to spinning to dance. I was very high energy and somebody that wanted to entertain you. So if you didn't like that, you weren't coming to my class. But my whole goal was, fit, like I said, was the vehicle for you to find joy within you. So there was always the theme and a word. So I'm very into words. So every month in my gym, I put up everywhere the one word of the month. And then in the classroom, I couldn't make you do it out the weight room, but in the classroom, we would focus in on that one word, you know, mm -hmm. power, fun, courage, confident. And I'd say, okay, focus in on this word while you're having it. And they would just 
you know, go along with it. But I felt at least I was getting that in their day. The yeah. second thing is, as soon as they crossed the line into the room, they knew, okay, no negative energy, no complaining, no gossip, no negativity. And somebody in the room has to start with what's one positive thing that happened today. So I kind of trained them to do I that. I actually love that you like had some rules around that and also some visual prompts because like everyone learns a different way. Um, but having a visual prompt can be really good. And also it's like just, you know, whatever space we're in, like whatever you're creating, whatever the community you're creating is like having rules about what is not allowed is as important as what is allowed. And if not more so that people, cause it is so easy, you know, I, I, te- I don't teach as many privates as I used to, but like, it was so easy for my clients to come in and like, my goodness, I would fear whatever was on the news that day. Cause it could just like, it's like, well, we're going to be talking about this topic for seven <laughs> hours and I love them. And I love that every single, and like, it'd be seven different perspectives from seven different walks of life. And I'm like left, like at the end of the day going, oh my God, I feel like I've just been on the news. Just like, yeah, and so having, you know, having to create rules, it's like, okay, here are the topics that are never allowed in this space. We are no. never allowed to talk about this. So no negative, no gossip, no um, I no bo- politics, no religion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love each other here. We but also it forces people to to come together on different topics that yeah. they actually yeah. are more alike in than they might not have been. And also like that actually do affect your daily life in a more important way. Like how your plants are succeeding in the house is really going to make a difference in how you feel about things that you do in your house. You know, <laughs> how, Leslie, how, how the roast so is true. cooked on Sunday so that your mother-in-law actually doesn't like have a side eye is actually really important. <laughs> you know, so I'm not speaking about my mother-in-law. I don't cook anything, so I don't have oh, to worry I about thought that. You're, I thought you were in my house on Sunday and you knew that's what happens. <laughs> I have a lot of friends with a lot of interesting mother-in-laws. I'm so grateful for mine. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I think that's really cool. So now, like now that you don't have that gym to like have that impact on thousands of people in person all the time, what is it that you are doing to help train the mind so that the body follows? Yeah. By the way, I just want to back up just so you know, shout out to the West coast. When I first came up with these ideas, train your head, body will follow. It took me a year and a half to get an agent, another year and a half to get a publisher who back then who didn't think I was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And then the only people that would book me for book signings and speaking gigs were was out West. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's because weird. here and now it's mainstream. I'm like, oh, I'm not so wackadoo, you know? Yeah. So what and you West Coast, yeah. West Coast. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to offend any of my East Coast listeners, but as a Californian, I'm like, of course, train your body to the body will follow. Hello. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they got me. You know, yeah. California, Portland, you know, Seattle, <laughs> they all got me. All right. So, although I'm so, so, so grateful for virtual, when I had had a little bit up to here with teaching workshops online, mm-hmm. I love them. They were good. Reach a lot of people around the world. Somebody nominated, you have to be invited in to this heroic public speaking course that was approximately eight months to take your speaking gigs up to the next level. A lot of commitment. I had no idea about 20 hours a week focusing on rewriting, redoing your keynotes and what impact you want to have in the world. What's your big idea? And my husband's like, you might as well do it now, like during COVID. So that's what I did. And I started perfect timing that it was 
Some of it was online. And then we got to go there in person. And I was lucky. People were traveling from all over the world. They picked 40 people. And I only had to travel an hour. <laughs> so it was great. And it, we went there four times. And they, I didn't know, Lizzie, how much I didn't know. I mean, I had been speaking forever. But this was a whole new thing. What it allowed me to do, which was beyond challenging for me, is to impact more people with my keynote. Because for the first time in all my life, in a fun way, I was going to tell my story and who I was, which was freaking me out. Like, I was like, everybody just assumes Sandy had great parents, came yeah. from great people, and, you know, must have had money. How else would she get started? And so a lot of it was behind the scenes that I would never, ever put out there because it would be too deep and wouldn't serve others. You want to serve others. But then I came around how to tell these stories in a fun way. And the person that nominated me, that's why she did it. She's like, mm. oh, I know you how to speak. You need to change it from just rah-rah. So in my yeah. story of, I didn't even notice, like, this is the weird thing. So here I am, figuring out pure joy, and then it only takes a minute to three minutes. And I realized, holy moly, I've been doing this since I was nine years old to get out of a difficult situation. I was using movement words and laughter to get into a certain headspace, not knowing it, visualize where I want to go. And it, it took me far. It was only a few minutes every day. Yeah. And I, I grew up in the projects, which, okay, not cool. But if you tell people you grew up in the projects, they're like, oh, respect people. You know, you got out, you drowned out the negative chatter. That wasn't the part that I was scared about. My mom spent 50% of her life in mental institutions, like mm. poor silence. Like we were poor, so they yeah. were not good ones. But when I went, even though my brother was older, he had a more challenging job, you can imagine, going yeah. than me. So I had to do things to shift the energy. Yeah. So since I kid, I would bring my boom box, throw on my tap shoes, and dance to entertain these people. So now you can see why I believe in the most desperate situation. I could put a smile on someone's face. I may not cure them, but I knew in that moment I could bring them hope. It could bring me hope. Yeah. And here, without thinking of it, I'm just doing, bringing joy because it saved me. It was saving them. Nobody expected me to graduate high school. I'm like, yeah, I probably will. Here's my life. Here I was applying it. I'm not, I'm 63 years old. I had no idea that's what I was doing. Is that whack? I'm like, wait a minute. But the app, I've been doing this my entire life. I actually think that that's so, I, I love that you bring this up because I actually think one of the hardest things for people to be it till they see it is they're like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know, my, I don't know my why, I don't know my purpose is. I look like so many people do not go back and like think about their life because they want to avoid whatever part of their life. Because yeah. let's just be honest, whether you're in the projects or not, most people who are trying to better themselves had something trauma traumatizing happen to them at some point in their life. Everyone. And they, and they are, and if, whether you've healed from it or you're just avoiding it, you're like, I'm good. I like got out of that and I, I won. 
there's some skill set that you have that you don't even recognize because it comes so easy for you because it's just like such a natural thing. It's like taking a breath. Like, of course, you just yeah. are like, of course, I'm going to like tap dance and help these people. You know, like you weren't like you weren't cognizant. Like, oh, it's a, I'm going to just like you were nine years old. So you're like, what can I do to like, you know, make this more fun? And it's so easy for you. And too often people complicate it. They think whatever their purpose is, whatever they have to do, it ha- must be something co- must be something they have to invent. It must be something that like doesn't exist. It's like, it's a thing that you're doing every single day that like makes people like you. Like that's why this podcast exists. So true. You know, (laughs) I want to tell you something. So one of my biggest speaking gigs I ever got was in 2000 and end of 18 in Thailand. And it was to be the keynote speaker for this international women's conference. Don't even ask. I don't even know. People thought it was white trafficking. They're like, you're not Hillary Clinton. How the frick did you get it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> well, doctor, you know, doctor so-and-so, women astronauts, you know, people discovering the cure for cancer, and there's Sandy Joy Weston. <laughs> so I get in there, and I spent six months on it because I'm going to know the neuroscience of the brain and they're going to understand I got my master's degree, blah, 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 I'm going to go through it. I spent months and months drilling this 90-minute cube. I get up there, I realize 15 minutes into it, some of these women, although it was an English-speaking conference, spoke broken English. So they were not understanding everything. And so I said, how many of you understand only every other word and like half their hands went up. I said, how many of you would rather have the universal language? They go, what is that? I go, we're going to dance. And I didn't have a song. It wasn't in my routine. I picked Megan Trainer. Somebody said, oh, I have Megan Trainer on my phone. I love me. And I got them all up dancing to I love me, Megan Trainer. Created a, you know... <laughs> little lie dance. Let me tell you something. I did go back and do some of the speech, but half of it got thrown out the window. I was trying to be something I wasn't. My gift to the world is shifting energy using my dance. They did that dance four days of a conference and they would go, Sandy, I love me, I love me. And they would do that. That was the biggest gift I could give them because they were so scared to speak and how to connect with one another. Yeah, And guess what? All the women who were like, not so nice to me, like, how did she get Kino? Came up and go, we know why you got Kino. And I I didn't think that I was enough until to this day. I'm like, I got to do more. My Kino has got to be that more. such a weird thing? Like, we'll get chosen for something. Somebody will ask you. I, this happens to me all the time. Someone's like, oh, I want you to like speak at this. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, maybe I have to change. Maybe I have to do this thing. It's like, no, they actually picked you based on the, the work you already did. So they're actually expecting <laughs> the work that you already did. <laughs> yeah. They kind of looked you up. They know what you're about. Well, it's yeah. like if we went to go see, I'm just uh, uh, like, I was just driving by Allegiant Stadium. Y'all, you know, I live in Las Vegas. And I was like, who, who is performing? Because, wow, this this crowd is vastly different in age. I was like, I was driving by and it's like Taylor Swift. I'm like, of course, it's Taylor Swift. Can you imagine if Taylor Swift showed up to 55,000 fans. I was like, hey, I'm going to play stuff from the album I haven't released yet. Yeah, they might want to hear one or two songs to feel special, but the whole point of going to a concert is so you can sing along and dance along to the songs you already know and love. Nobody wants to hear brand new stuff the whole time because they're just like, "Uh, am I going to like this? Do I, how do I fit? But if you hear 
You know, we saw um, uh, Sting. And one of his songs he's most famous for is not his own solo song. It's a song from the police. But I was like, no, I want him to sing that song. That's what I'm here. And yeah. he did it at the end. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best. <laughs> I don't want to hear your new stuff. I want to hear your old stuff. So I think Absolutely. that like we have to, this, the same goes for us as human beings. Like that imposter syndrome that comes in or that thought that like, oh my gosh, I need to like level this up. Yes, there's some things you can get better at speaking to a group. You can work on that skill set. But they actually want the person that they saw do the thing. That's what they Googled. Yeah. That's what they were like, oh yeah, this is the one. And if you were to yeah. change that, they'll be like, um, wait, what happened? <laughs> what happened to that pure yeah. joy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. So what are you, I, I mean, like, obviously it's been like such a transition in 20. 19 you got you sold it all and you changed things and then a couple of years like you're doing this new thing virtually now hopefully you're back to traveling what are you being until you see right now i journal every day right so you don't have to <laughs> if you didn't journal that would be weird but i've realized i for the last few months was phoning it in meaning like okay my word of the day okay this is my thing this is my, like, you know, it's mm. like some people go to church and they go, here's breath on Sunday. Okay. Now <laughs> I didn't realize that I was phoning it in, meaning like just going through the motions because I had to take all these actions. I was getting caught up in the groups that I'm in because I'm in a lot of mastermind groups for keynote speaking and TEDx's and stuff like that, that I was doing, okay, this is what I want. This is what I want. And then but the action that I was taking was like, okay, did I cold call these many people? Did I three people this? Da, 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 da. And then one of my colleagues said he wanted to start journaling and would I help him? And when I start telling him the importance of it, embodying it and feeling it, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, this is not me. This is not how I do things. This is like, I know that it's better to do less and really feel it. So what I started doing is writing down that and envisioning me being on these really big stages, doing the keynote known as, I'm closing my eyes like I'm doing it, uh, the mental and physical fitness visionary and how what that feels, what I've been doing. And it's worked for the last month is getting up. My family's like, she's lost it. And I pretend I'm on stage. So I can feel that joy in my, hey, everybody, thanks for coming. <laughs> I want to go on stage with Tony Robbins. Like, uh, so I'm like looking over at Tony Robbins go, yo, dude, what up? Thanks for having me. I have this reoccurring dream at night that I'm speaking in Las Vegas at one of the, you know, because there's so many conferences there. Mm -hmm. And Tony's in one of the conferences. So I'm like, yo, Tony, how's it going? Tell everybody how we met. And I do that. And then I picture myself on a TEDx stage and this is my big, and I go through and now I'm like, okay, what else do I want? You know, And I'm telling you, it's the weirdest thing. It, not weird. I should know it, but something that is not your normal. Somebody saw me on LinkedIn and reach out to me, do a speak, speaking gig in Philly, which you never have the big gigs right in your own hometown, who saw me perform six years ago in Atlantic City. And now I'm speaking May 11th at this. You, you know what I'm saying? Somebody called me. I thought I was interviewing them for my live. Hey, I got something to say, show. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding you. And this woman comes on. She goes, okay, 
well, what's your pitch for my TEDx? I go, excuse me? I go, aren't, aren't I interviewing you for my live woman show? She's like, oh, okay, but I thought you would like to be a part of my TEDx. I go, uh-huh, uh-huh. She's like, what's your pitch? And I'm like, here it is. She's like, okay, well, the paperwork has to come out, but 97%, I love you and I want you there. I'm like, all right. Oh my okay. goodness. I love this so much. I hope every, I hope you're hearing this y'all like being it, like being it till you see it. Like, first of all, you are embodying it every single day. Like you're, you're yep. picturing yourself for a few moments, every single day, what it's like to be on stage, what's like to feel, what's like to say these things. So that when these opportunities, there's no such thing as luck. It's when preparation meets opportunity. Mm-hmm. And like, had you not actually been spending time with yourself, she could have been like, yeah. So what's your pitch for TEDx? And you're like, if you were to say, let me get back to you. No. Like she'd be like, okay, maybe next year. Like, no, like if you, if you're listening to this and you want to have a TEDx, you should know what that TEDx is about already. You should like take some time so that you, and then visualize yourself doing it. I have a little funny story. There was a TEDx, uh, here in Las Vegas. It was at, um, my favorite little shopping area where I get my hair done. And the whole theme of the TEDx is where it's like global, like global warming, climate change type of stuff. And the wind had picked up to 70 mile an hour gusts. And they're trying to, they like, I, I kudos to them. They kept the TEDx going, even though like their displays are being blown. It's outdoors. It's being like blown over. Like the weather was like, like having its own TEDx moment. <laughs> and like they had to cancel an entire, an entire event. 10,000 people's tickets were canceled for maybe 20,000 people's tickets were canceled for this like emo thing. And um, we were young concert people know. And anyway, I just laughed so hard. Cause I'm like, this whole theme is on like global warming, climate change. And- <laughs> And the weather is like canceling everything. So, all right. Um, anyways, uh, hello, I have ADD. Um, but I just, I think like, it's just so cool. These things don't just happen to people. If you're looking at people and like, oh my God, how they get there. Like it, it is, it is taking the time to do the work of the hard stuff and showing up and like really noodling in on the craft that you want to have. And I think that is, I love that. I love this. So you're going to do TEDx at her place. May 11th? Oh, I will, uh, well, May 11th is my big keynote. That's definite. I got a check in the mail and I signed a contract. The other one I will announce in, I think I'm going to be able to announce in a few days because she said, unless I'm a serial killer <laughs> <laughs> and I filled the application on, it, it comes out tomorrow officially. Oh like, my God. She only had 10 spots. I was second. It wasn't even official. I reached out to her to be on my, hey, I got something to say show. And she read my profile, but she thought that I was reaching out to do her TEDx. I love this. I love it. I love it so much. Well, you'll have to do this because this air, the show will air after, you know, uh, you've heard, you'll have to let my team know if you got it. So we, on the recap episode, we can update people. Um, Sandy Joy, I mean, you have just brought so much joy into this space. I am like feeling 10 times higher than I did when we started this. We're going to take a brief break and then find out where people can find you, follow you, hear you speak all those things. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the past three years, we've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed with water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel totally energized and it makes me feel like I'm doing something healthy for myself. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. 
Yeah, and you're probably wondering, like, how can you actually do it? No exceptions. I know you guys travel all the time. You've got a lot going on. You're running three businesses. Here's the deal. It's because it's that simple. So when we're at home, after I walk by own, and sometimes August, because sometimes he comes, I open up the fridge. I pull out the dog's wet food and the AG1. I pour my AG1, and if Brad's up, I'll pour his too. And then I give the dogs their food, and we have this morning breakfast with all of our nourishing vitamins and minerals that we need to kickstart our day together as a family. But when we're traveling... What I love so much is these travel packs and they make it so easy to make sure that especially on the road when it's the hardest to get nutrition needs met, like it is impossible. I'm constantly like, is there a salad? Is there a bowl? Like, can I add more veggies to this Thai food? But I know because I'm AJ1 in the morning, I am set to go. And it really does make us feel like we're doing things that are healthy for ourselves even when we hit the road. So you cannot make a mistake with AG1. It makes it really easy no matter how busy your life is or maybe your life is simple and you're gonna add something extra simple to it. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why we've partnered with them for so long. So if you wanna take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, Sandy, where do you like to hang out? What's your social handles you like to be on? Where can people um, book you as a keynote speaker or more? So my website is my name, Sandy Joy Weston, W-E-S-T-O-N.com. And everything is there. So any speaking gig that you want to book me for, workshops, coaching, all the tabs are there. You can check me out and go, oof, that's a little too much. Or yeah, I can't wait to have her. Uh, <laughs> also, I am on all social medias. I hang out on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I always put up uh, daily joys, like our one minute or 90 second little fun things daily. And the same thing, Sandy Joy Weston. I love find it. Me everywhere. Thank you so much. Okay, before I let you go, you've given us so many great tips, but be it action items, bold, executable, intrinsic targeted steps people can take to be it till they see it. Okay, this is what I want them to do. I want them to think of that one area of their life that they want to up level. Now, they might say it's all three. I get it. But pick one. Remember, it's either money, career, body, health, love, relationship. Pick one. That even for a week, try a week. I don't want to go crazy and say 30 days. Go a week. And this is the area you want to up level. And then all I'm asking you to do is before you get out of bed, 
before those feet hit the floor, think of one word, just one word of how you want to show up that day in that area. What would you do? What would you say? How would you act if you had ease and flow, power, joy, confidence, courage? It's not going to take much time. It's going to give you 30 seconds. Come downstairs, write it somewhere, scribble, scrabble. And then throughout the day, say, am I feeling ease and flow in that area? Am I feeling joy? Am I feeling confident? And if not, don't take action from there yet. Take a step back, see what you can do. Maybe it's just walking outside, stretching, petting your animal, and then come back mm-hmm. and take action. Mm-hmm. That's all. Easy peasy. Oh, I love it. I can picture it. And I... um. I think it's so fun because it's like, if you want to have more fun and, but you're like, like in your day and you're like, oh my God, I have all these things to do around the house. It's like, well, how can you make picking the house up more fun? Like what can, correct? what can you do? So you take that step back and you ask that next question. And all of a sudden you might have some like nineties wrap on and vacuuming, you know, I'm just saying I do that. Um, I don't vacuum, but I put the nineties wrap on (laughs) cleaning. Um, uh, Sandy Joy, I'm so glad we met. Thank you so much for saying yes to this podcast. Y'all, how are you going to use these tips in your life? What are your takeaways? Tag Sandy Joy, tag the, the Be It Pod. Let us know which of these, let us know the words you use um, and how that goes. I'm sure Sandy wants to hear that. I'm sure I want, I know I want to hear that. So I'm not even sure yeah. I'm positive. And until next time, be it till you see it. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network. If you want to leave us a message or a question that we might read on another episode, you can text us at plus one three one zero nine zero five 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 three four or send a DM on Instagram at Be It Pod. It's written, filmed, and recorded by your hosts, Leslie Logan and me, Brad Crowell. It is transcribed, produced, and edited by the epic team at Desenio.co. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals. Also to Angelina Herico for adding all of our content to our website. And finally, to Meredith Root for keeping us all on point and on time. Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi and you can use my discount code, Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y, to make sure you save 15%.
some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. 